0: And everyone to a fabulous new episode of Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We are joined by two incredible artists, the actress Teana Klein and the actress Adi Kozlovsky. They're both part of Israeli Artist Project and Striped Gum Productions presentation of Best Friends, playing October 4th through the 29th at the 14th Street Y. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting StavFestival.org. We are so excited to be bringing you this very fabulous and unique show. And we're so happy that these two artists are here to talk to us about it. So, with that, let us welcome in our guests, Teana and Adi. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> I am so excited to be talking today about your show, Best Friends. It's very humorous. It's very human. There's a lot of real emotion in there. But also, I find it very interesting that it's being presented in two languages, too. So uh, do we.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm very excited to learn more about it. So, Tay, Te- Anna, if I can start with you first, can you tell us a little bit about what Best Friends is about?
1: Yeah, it's a show about three, you might guess it, best friends, and it sort of follows two timelines. We see them in the present days and then sort of flashback to their earlier days as best friends. And throughout the show, you know that something big has changed their friendship, but you don't know exactly what happened. And those flashback keep building up to the present day it's a hilarious show if i might say so myself <laughs> we sit every day and just laugh basically in the rehearsal rooms we don't just sit we we stand too. and yeah it's a very very universal story it's it's an israeli play by an israeli playwright taking place in israel but it's very universal very relatable any one who's experienced friendship we believe can really find themselves in one of these characters. It's not all three. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a really fun show. Just even sitting and in rehearsal, just seeing the rehearsals myself from the side and scenes I'm not in. It's just so fun.
0: I love that. Adi, I would love to ask you now, you know, how did you come upon this fabulous show? Well,
2: Thank you for asking. No, I love uh, loved this play actually went the first time I've heard about this play was 99, I think. It was in a, a big Israeli theater and it was like a smash hit and everyone loved it. And then it became a mini series on TV, and I was like, oh, I want to be there. I want to be that. And then Katsu a few years later. I moved to New York and I met a lovely producer called Yoni and Yoni, in his mind, he wants to do Israeli theater that everyone can relate to, that everyone can come and see the Israeli theater and say, hey, that could be me. So he decided to, uh, we've been working on some other stuff before, and then he decided to do best friends. And I auditioned to two different characters and got the third. And that's basically it. I met, we are six, we are actually three characters in the show. Three young, three, I don't want to say old, I'm going to say nowadays. Because that's us, the the 40-something, 40, 40 that's us, the grown-ups. And then two more understudies. So eight in total, super amazing talented women and the entire production i think i think 99 of the production is women so everyone is amazing and it's 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 a blessing for me to be in this production absolutely
0: that is incredible that is amazing i love it adia i want to stick with you first on this question i want to know You mentioned that the show originated, you know, back about 99. What has it been like developing this current iteration of Best Friends?
2: That's a good question because it takes place in the 90s. And it takes place in the 90s in Israel, which is a very specific time. I don't know if you or other people watching slash uh, hearing this know, but in Israel, the Army is like very big. Everyone when they get a you know to the age of 18, they have to join the army. I was in the Army, I was in the Air Force band as a singer. yeah, I was. And so basically army talk is very common in Israel. and especially back then, Tena correct me or add more stuff if you have. Back in the 90s we had a huge terror wave. And this show is written in a very specific time, which is kind of hard to bring to a non-Israeli audience. So we had to make some changes in the American version. So as you mentioned before, we are doing the show one night in Hebrew and one night in English. For instance, Tena had to learn three characters in two different languages. Which, yeah, was-
1: so i'm I'm a, a swing for three of the characters for three of the roles. And so, yeah, I had had to learn all of the lines, basically of this play in for three characters in two different languages. My brain was um fried, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a challenge. i will I will say that,
2: yeah, but after the last uh, run, we decided to make some changes to adjust for Americans slash non-Israelis watching the show and trying to understand what it means to go to India after serving in the army or what does it mean when we mention Lebanon? So we we are currently working on, on this version.
0: That's amazing. Wow. I just wanna come see it to see the, the feat that you all overcome in learning the show in two languages. I can barely learn some things in my own language, you know? Sure. That kind of leads me back to you, Tiana. And I want to know, you mentioned you're learning three different roles, two different languages. Incredible. What has it been like developing the show from your point of view?
1: So it's been super interesting. So this is the first time I've ever been cast as a swing. I've never done that before. So it's been very interesting to sit in the rehearsal room as both a viewer for a lot of the time because the three other actors are in the room working. So I get to sit and watch and develop my own thoughts about each character and about what I'm seeing and also getting the experience of an audience and just sitting there and laughing as if I'm seeing a play Mm -hmm. 700 times. And then also having to make my own choices for each of the characters And, yeah, seeing how that changes when I work on each one and in different scenes. And Adi knows that sometimes when I do a certain character, I used to, not on stage, hopefully, but accidentally come in with a line that's not mine because I forget which character I'm doing right now. But, yeah, so it's been very interesting and fun process. A bigger challenge than I thought I was going into. Yeah, by the second rehearsal, I think, of our previous run that we did back in the spring, I told my partner, wow, I, I don't know what I got myself into. This is going to be harder than I thought. I don't know if I can do it. And I I view myself as a person with good memory. Usually learning lines is not a problem for me. But I told him, I told Jake, I don't know if I can if I can memorize this many lines in two languages. I was under a lot of pressure for, for a few months. But now that we're doing our second run and we basically know everything, it feels like it, it, it's, I feel like I didn't do all that work for nothing before. So I'm like, at least I get to use all this, all these burnt brain cells again.
2: I have to mention, though, you did such a great work with this. Yeah. So I have to do this. Both our, uh, both our swings were amazing in the shows that they did. Two different characters in two different languages, both, like each one of them. And it was like mind-blowing to just see that.
0: That's incredible. Thank you. I want to ask both of you now, what is the message or thought you're hoping that audiences will take away from the show? And Tayana, I want to start with you first on that.
1: Yeah, so the show is about friendship and about learning that no matter how hard or what difficulties um, we go through, if a a certain relationship or friendship is important enough to you, it can overcome those hardships. And, And yeah, we got so much feedback from the show, from people coming to see it and saying, wow, I wish my best friends were there with me watching it because that's us. I think anyone can find themselves in that relationship we're seeing on stage. And it doesn't even have to be best friends. I think we, we find ourselves in that story um, and relate to it it doesn't have to be a friendship it can be any kind of relationship you have in your life it's just you see them going through so much shit and dark things and you see okay if if they can get through that we can too and it's just people have been saying just how how relatable it is to them. And I know my mother-in-law after she saw the first run was like, wow, if you, if this ever comes back, I have to bring my two best friends to this. And I hope she will this time around because she said, this is, this is us. So I hope others will experience that as well.
0: That is such a wonderful message. I love it. Adi, how about you? What is the message or thought you're hoping the audiences take away from best friends?
2: Well, for me, I mean, I see it a bit. It's not differently, but I I see another part of friendship. You know, we, uh, Tana and I both came from Israel. We didn't grow up here. And so I came here 11 years ago with, I think, one friend. And then I met here some more friends so basically my entire family is in Israel and when I have birthdays I'm not with them when I when we have holidays I'm not with them so we had to make sure that our friends are our family and for me this is it like the message that your friends can be the family that you choose and this is sometimes can be more important than then you're actually your actual family that you were born to, because you can choose your own family. And then they are going to be the ones with you, you know, during the hard times and all the challenges. And I I feel like that's a, a message that come does come, I think, come through uh, in our show.
0: So lovely. See, I love shows like this that really emphasize that human bond that no matter what, never goes away. It's so real. It's relatable. My final question for this first part of the interview is who do you hope have access to your show? And Adi, I want to start with you on that one.
2: Anyone who has a best friend. I mean, basically... Since we have some language in our show, maybe people 16 and up, (laughs) but everyone, like everyone. Everyone should come because you can either learn about friendship, but you can also learn about Israelis and you can also learn about women and you can also learn about Israel. And there are so many things anyone can take from this play. It's really... Impossible to just sit there not having fun.
0: I love that. Wonderful. Kayana, what about you?
1: Yeah. So, as Adi said, it's definitely not a show for kids. But other than that, we've had people from like obviously all genders, all backgrounds really come and enjoy it. I know that if I was afraid the first time around that. Maybe some people won't find it funny if they're not Israeli or if they're not women or if they're not young. We have learned that that is very much not true. We've had certain matinees where the average age was probably 75 and they were still laughing like (laughs) mad people. My American friends and non-Israeli American friends laughed their ass off and cried which is the fun part about this show because it's a dark comedy so it's definitely a comedy but it's definitely dark and and we even cry honestly some of us more than others honestly cry in the rehearsal Rehearsal. room every (laughs) single time yep so it's it's a very it's an emotional roller coaster, and some parts you cry and laugh at the same time. And yeah, we've come to to learn that really everyone. I feel like we're patting ourselves on the back. Everyone enjoys. We the show. should. Um, we should. I, That's <laughs> it. Honestly, just because I watched it several times, and I can literally say that I have enjoyed it each and every single time. I feel like I can say that because I've been an audience too. Um, so. It really, it really hits the spot as, and I can say that as an audience member.
0: want to switch things up now and head into the second part of our interview let our audiences pick your brains a little bit and get to know you a little bit better and I want to start by asking you our regular first question which is what or who inspired you what playwrights composers or shows have inspired you in the past or are just some of your favorites and uh, and Adi can I start with you first
2: yes so it's Highly unusual, but the musical hair when I was 11, uh, the the, the movie, I recorded it on a cassette, which kind of reveals my age, but I'm not going to say it out loud. And I watched it and watched it when I was 11 years old. I knew all the lyrics, although I didn't know what it means because I didn't know English back then. And luckily, because some songs there are not suitable for kids. But yeah, I watching Hair when I was a kid, and then I fell in love with a the musical theater.
0: That is a great show. I feel like that's a real gateway show for a lot of people. So yeah. I love it. Tayana, what about you?
1: So, honestly, that changes so much. I'm so bad with like pinpointing one thing that inspires me. Maybe it's because my memory has been destroyed since I've had to memorize three characters, but I can only remember just so far. But I can say that lately in the last few years, I've been loving Duncan Macmillan plays. My go to like audition monologues are his. Yeah. It's It just keeps changing and adding up and I don't really ever have just, I wish I had an answer like yours, Adi, just like this one point in time that I got inspired. But I will honestly always remember the first ever musical scene in New York on Broadway when I first arrived in New York, seven years now, the first thing I've ever seen. My friends got me a ticket for the Book of Mormon. And honestly, oh. if anyone's, yeah, if anyone ever visits New York for the first time and asks like, w- what is like my one, like must, I'm like, honestly, it's the first thing I've ever seen on Broadway and still one of my favorites. I always say, wow, you have to see Book of Mormon. It it was, it was, I was like, okay, yeah, I want to be this funny. I, I want to do that. <laughs>
0: I love that. Yes. Great list there. Well, I know you both have been very busy getting ready for Best Friends as it prepares to open, but have either of you had the chance to see any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners?
1: I've seen some. I love Manhattan Theater Club and I go often to see their things because I'm sure all of your listeners honestly know about it, but in case someone doesn't and you're eligible, sign up for 30 under 35 and you'll get $30 theater tickets. And so I watch a lot of their things. And this past year they had some really, really good things. Two of them was the best we could. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. And cost of living was two of their really, really good things. So those were really good. And a show I saw a friend's show that also actually ran in the 14th Street Y and I hope they do another run because it was so so good and sometimes you know friends shows you go just because you have to and you say it was great just because you have to but that one was actually really good it was about calamity jane it was called I did you see that
0: they were on our Thanks. show
1: they were oh it was so good yeah i was actually in all i saw my friends after that and i was like listen Unfortunately, I can't say it often. Sincerely, it was great, but this was actually so good. I it, I hope they br- they they bring it back because I really feel that more people should see that. It was so good.
0: I heard nothing but great things about it, so I agree with you. Adi, anything I for you?
2: This, but I will. The last thing I saw was Parade, which unfortunately is not on right now. But I. Was you know listening to the soundtrack like for the past, I think, like 15 years? Mm -hmm. So, 15 is it possible? Yeah, could be. But the thing is that I never actually saw it, I just knew the music. So, for me to actually seeing it on stage, it was like, and the directing was, and the two stages, and it was like, and everything was like, and I'm sitting there like. So that's how I felt the entire time. I couldn't breathe. Sounds like you were in
1: breath, I was about to
2: say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, (laughs) the entire show. I hope the actors didn't hear me breathing that loud.
0: I completely agree. (laughs) That is an amazing show. Wonderful recommendations. I want to know now, what is your favorite part about working in the theater? And- Anna, if I can start with you on that, please.
1: Yeah. So I think what I love working, what I love experiencing when working in theater is, first of all, seeing the same people for more than just one day. Often when we work on film and things like that, it's very short-lived. You see people for one, two, three days, and then probably never again. And with theater, I feel you create more of like a work environment that's fun that you get to know people especially with this project when we were doing it for a second run we really are just friends um now even between the runs we met at least once a month for like dinner or drinks or something we really just became friends and coming into a rehearsal room where it's it's more than just just people you work with but we actually enjoy the process makes it just a, a much, a much better working environment. And then also just for a better show because our show is about, about friends. So how nice it is that we actually are friends. So that's something I really, really love about theater. And then obviously I think the most common answer everyone would give is just experiencing the audience and the little different things we experience on stage every night because the audience is different and just talking about it after like, whoa, this to tonight they laugh from this line. I never even thought this was funny. Adi has this super intense monologue in our in our play that for me is just so dramatic and so has such gravitas. And then all of a sudden the audience was laughing. And I was like wow I never considered this to be funny. But Adi is just also such such a comedic, a genius a comedic genius that I guess she just made that funny too. But I just learned from the audience about the show as you do it is something you only get in theater.
0: I love that answer. I absolutely love that. And I could not agree more. Adi, what about you? What's your favorite part about working in the theater?
2: I will have to steal that answer regarding audience participation because I've been doing like an acapella theater show for 11 years. That's why I moved to New York because we were doing it here at New World Stages for a run. And that show had huge audience participation. We were actually going to the audience and talking to them and holding their hands and and the re, the different reactions that we got every time and you never know what you can expect. Sometimes when you you want someone to go on stage with you and most of the time it happens, and then two shows that girl just insisted not to move and we had to do an entire song in the audience because we couldn't move her. So it was like, you, you can never expect the same thing. Even in an, a straight up play, Because there is a different audience and they laugh from different things and they, you know, they experience in their own lives different things. So they laugh, they cry. You're always surprised with the audience reaction. And this is what I love about theater. And also the reason why I'm in theater to begin with, which is the applause, obviously.
0: I love that answer as well. Two fabulous answers and a great build-up into my favorite question to ask guests, which is, what is your favorite theater memory?
1: I'm going to try and divide this into two. The first thing that I always remember because it was just ever so shocking was when I did this little play in New York a few years back and all of a sudden we were in the middle of a very intense scene and dogs started barking somewhere in the audience. We had no idea that there were and why are there dogs in the house right now. But it was certainly more than one. I, I think probably two dogs and we could, it was, it was very shocking. We didn't know really how to continue. We had to sort of work our way through that situation because we all wanted to laugh so very hard that's something I always remember I heard someone say a little while back that an experience is a nightmare that ended and that is somewhat what we experienced that evening at that point in time it felt like a nightmare and we didn't know how to continue the show with these dogs doing their their own thing in the audience but now I will remember it forever and it is one of my favorite theater memories and Nadia, how about you take it from here and I'll try to think of something a bit more emotional.
2: Oh, I mean, I have something that could be emotional if you if you take it that way. I was doing the VOCA people in, I think, Greece. I'm not sure where, but it was like an outside place. It was like right in front of a... Like a a church, and the church was lit with beautiful, you know, purple and green and stuff, and it was like all and amazing. But we are all in white; everything is like white. Picture the Blue Man Group, but everything is white, and we're aliens from outer space p- from planet Voca, and everything is musical, so we're doing a cappella, and we're doing a movies medley, and we did the theme from E.T. So. In the scene, everyone's like doing bum, 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 bum. and everything is like coming, everyone is coming to me, and I'm supposed to do eaty phone home. And then everyone will go. Bum, 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 bum. And and I forgot the name I of the, the movie. I just forgot. I blacked out. I forgot. It's not like one of my first shows. It was like five years into the show. I just forgot what I was supposed to do. And I was like, And everyone's like, so I was like, and and black, and and I just and everyone just died. So that was one of my favorites from theater on stage.
0: I love that. Love those two were fantastic. Thank you so much for those two amazing memories, those were incredible. Thank you. I want to ask now, are there any other projects or productions coming on the pipeline from the two of you that we might be able to plug for you?
2: Well, actually, this festival that we're doing is called the Stav Festival. Stav in Hebrew is fall. So in this festival, you will have approximately 70, I think, performances, like acts, 70 acts in the entire festival best friends is one of them however i am doing my own cabaret with a friend of mine Uh, it's called miss cast me and the basically premise of this show uh, is that broadway is trying to be very inclusive these days but one thing that they're not yet very inclusive is size wise so we're talking basically about the struggles of plus-size, you know, actresses to find lead roles on Broadway. And as I hope you can, you know, know me f- for now, it's it's hilarious and we have amazing mashups and we have also very serious songs and it's amazing. We're doing it with, I'm doing it, me, myself, my friend Ronnie, and a jazz trio, which is gonna be amazing. And uh, that's it, Miscast Me, October 22nd.
0: That sounds incredible. My final question for this evening is if our listeners want more information about Best Friends or about either of you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you, how can they do so?
1: Well, more information about the play can be found, again, in the STAV Festival website, which is STAV, which is S-T-A-V, festival.org. You have their information about all of the shows going up in the festival and our show, Best Friends. And about information about us, we each have our website and social media. My website is te-klein, info and my Instagram. And if you Google my name, to Klein, you'll find all of those.
2: And mine, my website is adikozlo.com A-D-I-K-O-Z-L-O dot com. And my Instagram is at The Kozo. The Kozo.
0: Wonderful. Well, Tiana Adi, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today about your incredible show, just about how incredible you two are. Seriously, you're. this has been so joyous. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank, thank you. you so much. And this was fun. It was fun. a pleasure. My guests today have been the actress Teana Klein and the actress Adi Kozlovsky, both who are in Israeli Artist Project and Stripe Gum Productions presentation of Best Friends. It's playing October 4th, through the 29th at the 14th Street Y, and you can get your tickets and more information by visiting StavFestival.org, and that's S-T-A-V. We also have some contact information for our guests that we'll be posting on our episode description, as well as on our social media posts. But right now, head over to StavFestival.com, get your tickets to see Best Friends, playing October 4th through the 29th.